episode 19 neil and mike back for another episode and a little bit of a psa for all of our listeners uh and i'm being optimistic by putting that in plural um don't try to make love to cashews or anything like that because that's just fucking nuts (laughs) so before you before we start recording like you never tell me anything that you're gonna say there no no i don't the the one or two folks know like where do you come up with it some of them are random thoughts some of them i have resources for got it so and i will leave it. it at that okay resources resources probably like bad dad joke websites or like bad dad joke subreddits or dad joke subreddit. That's probably it. No, but you're not nope. too far off. All right. All right. All right. I'll tell you All offline. Right. So, okay. All right. Uh, so this week's episode, we're going to be trying an experiment. Yes, we are. You want to explain to the folks what this experiment is? So I was having a conversation with one of my customers this week and somehow we started talking about Canadian kids tv shows okay which was weird yeah and and, and they're americans so like i don't know how it came up or why it came up oh i know what it was so you know you do zoom meetings a lot correct well usually teams but yes very similar okay same idea so you have kind of the the brady bunch grids going across oh totally yeah all that happening right so i was in a meeting where that was happening so everyone like i was the only person because i my own i run my own business and i had i think six or seven people from my customer on the call and so i see all their squares and i'm like i see rebecca i see katie i see (laughs) robert and then i made a joke i'm like that's actually from i don't think it was canadian but it was from romper room yes right i don't know if romper room was canadian definitely on so in in ontario was on tvo i want to say it was canadian okay so we started talking about that. Yes. And then someone said something like, I, I just looked it up online. And the first thing I saw, it was like really creepy. I'm like, well, that's 80s kids TV shows for you. Like they're all creepy. Yes. And then I said something about um, today's special and talking about how there's a mannequin that comes to life when the store closes and there's yeah. a human that interacts with them with Muffy the mouse and the security guard and all this. The security stuff. guard, and, that's a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. And and so we started talking all that stuff, but it took me back to romper room. And I'm like, I like there's a certain word associations. There are certain things that like when you hear that word, certain things start to come out. You either visualize certain things, you start to talk about different things. And so I thought, why not try to have a podcast where we just go off word association or like the word of the day and see what happens? This is gonna be either really dumb or really interesting <laughs> it, it, i think it's I, I think it's an interesting experiment so i'm hoping okay the few, the few listeners that we have yeah are willing to go along for the ride with this and just to pull back the curtain a little bit and we i think we've explained this before usually you and i will send a few texts back and forth throughout the week or an hour yeah. or two before the show saying hey are we still on for tonight and what do you want to talk about and as evident by our previous episodes we don't put a lot a whole lot of thought into this no <laughs> No. And usually it's, it's a, it's kind of the topics that have come up during the week. Yeah. Something that we're passionate about, something that one of our listeners talked about and just, we kind of go off of that and then we have a conversation about it. And that's really what we wanted this podcast to be was just a conversation between two buds. Yeah. 
Anywho, so I thought, why not try if we can just go off of a single word and see what sort of conversations we start to have. So I've come up with three different words, whether or not we get through all three this episode, I have no idea, but you have no idea what those words are. No idea. So you and I are just going to riff and I'm I'm super intrigued to see where this takes us because I think some of these words are going to elicit reactions. I think some of these words will elicit differing, potentially differing opinions. But I think some of these words will also bring back some fondness and some nostalgia, which we tend to hit on a lot when we we talk. We talk nostalgically a lot, but a lot of things. So, yeah, that's very fair. intrigued to see where this takes us. All so, right. if you don't mind, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our first word for the hear. evening and to see where we go. Now, this is going to be a very familiar word to you. It's a name. Okay, it's not. It's 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 a name. It's not necessarily just a single word. Jeremy Taggart. Yeah. I mean, lots of memories there. My earliest one, I believe, was the Calgary Stampede. With Our Lady Peace playing? Yes. Got it. I believe this would have been early Our Lady Peace, but I believe they played the Coke stage one year. Right. And. Yeah, that was my probably my first exposure to Our Lady Peace and Jeremy yeah. Taggart. I, it's funny, like I, I, the folks that do, I know a lot of the folks that do listen will probably know or associate me with TNT just because I've been, I don't want to say working with, helping the guys do stuff online since basically since they started. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the the earliest and so outside of all of that, which has been like for me super surreal to not only get to help two guys that I have a ton of admiration and respect for from what they've done, but just like the fact that we become buddies. And I hope I say I say that like not like we're close, we hang out all the time or anything like that, but like we're buddies and it's kind of cool like that like two people that listen like holy shit i listened to you when i was a kid or holy shit i watched you on tv when i was a kid anyway with jeremy one of the earliest memories and it's it actually ties back to my brother do you remember the video for automatic flowers oh yeah so jeremy playing drums in it has what i eventually learned was a tambourine on top of his hi-hat Oh, okay yeah and so the tambourine but it looked kind of like it went like this yeah and so i thought it was one of the remember those old school liquid things that when you turned it like you'd see the liquid color kind of yeah, like, like a desktop type thing yeah and it simulated it was, a wave yeah and it's like it could be like a little glass thing or it could be like just it, something where you see the the liquid just go really slowly and that's what i thought it was and randomly after TNT started and we had kind of started talking and getting to know each other a little bit, I asked them, I'm like, what is that liquid thing? It's like, are you an idiot? That's a tambourine. <laughs> Literally for like, in like the most playful way. They didn't call me an idiot, but yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of the reaction. For 20 years, my brother and I thought that that was some liquid thing from when that video first came out. So that's oh, oh God. <laughs> almost more than 20, 20 years at this point. And I had to break my brother's, I had to break the news to my brother to tell him he couldn't believe it. He's like, oh, for 20 man. years, we literally thought this was some liquid thing. <laughs> and all, all of a sudden, I have the guy tell me, no, that's a freaking tambourine, man. Oh, like, man. Why would I have a liquid thing on top of my high hat? <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I have to, I think my best memory 
of Taggart was the last time that they were doing a tour for the yep. pod and yep. they were in Saskatoon. You had come up. Yep. And tags wanted to go out for a beer after the show. Yep. That was so much fun. Man. It was so much fun. So here's you, me, uh, our buddy, Dave and yep. Taggart sitting at the yard and flagon in Saskatoon, sharing a basket of chicken fingers. Yep. <laughs> and everyone, but me is having a drink. Cause yep. I'm the designated driver. Yep. And here we are afterwards, you know, and we're just hanging out and everyone's looking over at us. Like, you know, what the fuck are those guys doing with Jeremy yeah, Taggart? Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, I, here I am like giving us all a lift home and I'm giving Taggart a lift back to his Airbnb. Yeah. Like, and he was the coolest guy to hang out with. Like we're sitting yeah. down talking about our kids. Yep. Like, and just shooting the shit. Like just yep. like a couple guys, like a couple dads talking yeah. about stuff that's literally what it turned into right like it yeah. wasn't like let's go out and get like lit up and like no. all this sort of stuff it was literally just it was about the company and it's fanboyish like yeah like we got like we were sitting there with jeremy tagger and like i've it, it just like I've, I've grown to respect him as just like a as a man so much and just get because i've got to know him and like yeah, hang out with them like i got to go out when they did their tv pilot in in halifax i've been to pretty much all of their almost all their sh uh live shows in ontario and like got to hang out after the shows with them and like it's just you get to know the the man and the guy and he's just the regular dude and his family's amazing too like i like lisa's incredible um i've i've met the kids once just i went to tag test to go pick some stuff up because he, him and jerry or him and jonna were uh gracious enough to donate some stuff to a fundraiser at my daughter's school and like just such a like salt of the earth man he's just yeah. such a dynamite guy outside of being an incredibly talented musician like just just someone who is like just a ball of energy when you're around him. he's just such a he's such a great guy such a great guy the other thing that i appreciate about him is how outspoken he is on certain subjects absolutely uh, especially on social media yeah and he yep. he does, he's not afraid to call people out on the crap that's yep. going on um he's also not afraid to point out the good stuff either so you know Absolutely. Both, both sides of the coin. Um, but in regards to whether it's like political stuff or whether it's in regards to whatever was happening uh, in Barrie, you know, at that, at that one seniors uh, facility, I yep. mean, so the fact that he's willing to speak up and just put it out there, yeah. I mean, more power to him. Yeah. So. No, he's just, he's a guy that the uh, him and Jono, um, I think both go above and beyond for folks that like they don't have to at all. No, exactly. And um, I think the one thing that I've appreciated about both of them is that like they don't see any harm in like saying like, "What does it hurt to just say hello to someone? What does it hurt to just like acknowledge someone and like talk to them for a few minutes?" Like you saw what it was like after every one of their shows. Oh, it, oh like, yeah. Their 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 meet and greets was like a two hour like fan fest of like you just got to go and hang out like that's what it, it was just a big hang it wasn't it wasn't organized it wasn't like getting this like single file lines and shit like that it was like everyone got to congregate and just kind of hang out and converse for a few hours 
I mean, how long did we wait around after that last show in Saskatoon? Oh, at least just to talk with the guys and all that. Like seriously, there was yeah. like what eight, nine of us that just yeah. hang around, sitting up on top of the stage, yeah, waiting for the guys to finish with everyone, and we were yeah. quite happy to do so. Yeah, well, it was great for us to be able to hang out too. Well, yeah, like, exactly. What, what, it, like, I, I still like that's such that whole experience is such a unique thing for me, just because that, like, all of it was driven off of Twitter. And all of it was driven off of a yeah. mutual admiration for Taggart and Torrens. And then like all of a sudden here I am with folks I've never met. I'm flying halfway across the country to go. To a go whirlwind see, trip to, to Saskatoon. Yeah. It was basically for, for a day. Yeah. Um, and to stay at your place, your family, let me stay with you. Like, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like I know, but I know, but like for a lot of people, people would be like, that's, really fucking weird like how did you trust it but like i don't know there's there's just there's always been really something unique about the folks that kind of rallied around tnt be it from like the tnt 1010 days that we talked about yeah um that fan base or, in general yeah just like 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 when all the like just and it's still that way today don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's any it's any different today um, but those early days when everything was kind of growing and we kind of built this little grassroots movement of like supporting the guys and wanting to spread awareness and getting to know each other. And like, it's just, it's surreal that it's all happened the way that it's happened. And the fact that we have a podcast because of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, and not just the fact that we have a podcast, but the fact that both of the JTs have branched out and done so much since then. Absolutely. Right. They've got an album. They had a book. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, they've had so much success with it. Yep. Yep. And it's doing it the way that they want to do it. There's nothing fancy about what they're doing. I can tell you that because I've been at the shows, like helping to set up merch um, when they've done interviews and things like that. Like they're like, they're going in kind of India on all of this. Yeah. And I think that's the way it should be. And that's the way that they want it to be. Like, there's nothing fancy about how they're doing things. They're literally grinding. They are grinding. And totally. yes, they've got name recognition because of the success that they've had in this country. But they are literally grinding on their own to get out onto the TV stations to do interviews to promote their shows or their album, to do interviews in newspapers, uh, like all of that. It's literally, they are self-making this. And I think there's so much more to love when that's there. Because Hell, it's really, it's, they're so passionate about it. They're the ones that are lugging the boxes of merch in. Yeah. For the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So. There's no crew. There's no, there's no roadies. There's no, like they, they rent a car and drive across the country to go tour. Yeah. But how cool is that? Like, could you imagine the amount of shit that they probably come up with if they have two or three hours together? Oh dear God. <laughs> like it, uh, anyway, it's. Uh, so here, so this is a great example of how just one word took us into kind of our history with TNT, our history with the guys, what each of the guys mean to us, what they do for the greater good. Of for everyone. sure. So, yeah, okay. This is. If this you got another one, good. let's bring it on. I do have another one. This All one's right. going to be, this is completely different, like opposite <laughs> side of the spectrum. Okay. And it's kind of ridiculous. That's not but a bad I think thing. It, but I think it can be a, a tad bit decisive. Okay, let's hear. Salad. What type of salad? 
Well, that's let's talk about this. Okay. What what type of salad guy are you? Uh, I like, well, I like fruit salad. Okay. It is yummy, yummy. Okay. To quote the Wiggles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous, but go on. Oh, yeah. Well, I had to. Come on. Yeah. Um, I, I have very strong opinions about what constitutes a salad. Okay. I also have very strong opinions about what goes on my salad because I absolutely, with a passion, hate cream-based dressings. We have differing opinions. There, yes. Sir. I cannot eat any like a caesar or ranch or anything like that fuck that oh my god no cannot stand it for the life of me no can't do it (laughs) give me a good good old basic vinaigrette like a raspberry vinaigrette or something like that or like an italian or something like that yeah sign me up all for it now but but like a cream-based one can't do it i want to touch on that in a little bit because i'm no you are not allowed to touch on anything with me no, but <laughs> not without my consent, sir. Fair, very fair. Okay, I I want to come back to the to the cream based salads because I'm very big on the cream based, the ranch, the Caesar, the okay. Renee's mighty Caesar, the totally the get cheese, it. like the creamy feta, like that sort of stuff. Mm, delicious. What is your opinion on salad being a side versus a meal? It depends on the salad. Okay. So if you're ordering, let's say, a steak salad. Yes. That's a meal. Absolutely. If you're ordering a chicken Caesar salad. Yes. That is a meal. Giddy up. If you're ordering, uh, I would even contend a Cobb salad is a meal. That's fair. It, it, it's very, new. It's, it's got uh, enough gar- garbage in it. Let's be honest. It's got like ham. It's got chicken, sometimes breaded, sometimes not. It's got egg. It's got enough stuff in it that it would constitute a meal. It's got enough of the proteins, I find. Exactly. That'll keep you full. Okay. Yeah. But otherwise, I can't think of too many other salads that would, I can off the top of my head, call a meal. Okay. But that's just my opinion. I'm waiting to see if you come up with something different. I think I, I would agree. And in the reason I thought of the word salad is um, me, Kim, and Carrie. Uh, we went out for dinner just because the lockdown had been lifted. And so restaurants were starting to allow people in. We actually went to a restaurant, which Jack Astor's. Oh, okay. which I, don't know, I don't know if they have. I've been to a Jack Astor's okay. several times when I lived in Calgary. Fine right, establishment. So lots of Jack Astor's here in Ontario. And it's like my daughter's favorite restaurant. She loves the cheesy pan bread that comes out and just loves everything. Really unique experience. Ate a dine during COVID. Like, and I got, and I think they have this in, in Saskatchewan as well, but do you guys have like different like codes or colors you guys go through or different stages of your lockdown? Um, it's nothing phases. it's nothing color coded or anything like that but they they just announce new restrictions and then you have Got to it. stay aware of it okay so i guess just because of the population of ontario like certain areas are locked down more than others and yeah you can do certain things in some areas and can't anyway in our area you could start to go back to in restaurant dining which we didn't do a ton of during COVID in general it always felt 
kind of weird, even though we live in a small town and all of that. It just, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, we went to a Jack Astor's and I had their Caesar salad with their uh, sauced up chicken fingers on top of it, which their sauced up chicken fingers are just the tits. Oh, okay. They are the best. Nice. Um, and I had like spicy buffalo chicken fingers on top of my on top of my caesar salad i couldn't finish it like that was a fucking meal i believe it took me to the ground but it got me thinking about the salad in general is i think you're right really depends on the toppings that go on top of the salad that's going to determine whether it's a side or whether it's your main course yeah totally i think the bigger overarching thing for me for salad is that i believe wholeheartedly that Everything can be boiled down to either three categories of food, soup, sandwich, or salad. Lasagna. That's a sandwich. Because it has. It's multiple layers of a bread type product with meat and cheese layered in between. Pasta. What type of pasta? Like spaghetti and meatballs. I would say that would constitute a salad, depending. Because it's in a bowl? (laughs) Well, no, but think about it this way. You've got, it's a wheat-based product, right? Yeah. Okay. You've got a tomato-based product that it's enveloped in, right? Yeah. You mix those two all up together. Like a salad? Like a salad. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of protein thrown in there. And then on top of that, you sprinkle some cheese on it. Fuck you. How do you do this? <laughs> like, how are you wired that you can think like this? So uh, in, in my heart of hearts, I honestly believe that you could drill down just about anything to soup, sandwich, salad, if you really wanted to. Interesting. In fact, here's where it gets really interesting. If you had on your fork a crouton, a piece of lettuce, and then another crouton, you could technically say you've been having a salad sandwich. And you wouldn't be wrong. No, no these are technicalities. Are they, not, <laughs> are they reasonable? I'm not saying they're reasonable, but you wouldn't be but, wrong. No, you wouldn't be wrong. If you take things at their literal definition, then yes, that would, uh, two croutons with a piece of lettuce between it would constitute a sandwich. A salad sandwich. You idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm so angry. This is this all goes back to my whole gravy as a beverage thing. So okay. Okay. So you're okay. So you're not big on the cream-based salads. Why aren't you big on the cream-based salads? Um I think you know how everyone has a food thing. Mm-hmm. Right. For some people it's taste, for other people it's texture. Yep. Um, whatever the case may be. Sure. For, for me, with the cream-based salads, it's mostly taste. God, uh, I, I'm not I'm not much of a dairy person in general. Like there's okay. Okay. there's there's only a little bit of dairy that I can say I honestly like. Like I love yogurt. Yep. Um, milk, I'm okay with in some things. Yep. Like milk on my cereal, yeah, fine, bring it on. Yeah. I'm not gonna pour a glass of milk and just you know pound it back. Yep. Um, ice cream, obviously. Yeah, fine. Uh, yep. Cheese on some things like a burger, pizza, something like that. Nachos. Yeah, yeah. fine. Um, but I'm not but the type. You have like a slice of cheese on its own. No, that's the thing. I'm not the type to to just have a slice of cheese or a hunk of cheese cut off and you know 
go for it. So you're not big on like the, or would you be big on the charcuterie stuff? Mm, I'm big on the meats. The meats. Okay. I'm all about the meats, but not the cheese so much. What if you took two crackers, a piece of meat, and a slice of cheese and put them in and made a little sandwich out of them? What about it? Would you eat that? I'd give it a go. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I I probably wouldn't like it, but I'd give it a go. Interesting. (laughs) I'm not closed minded enough to say that I wouldn't try it. I'm not a child. Yeah. (laughs) But I, but not a child. (laughs) But I would, you know, like a, like a four year old. I know. I don't want to try that. I will, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But I I can appreciate that. So, okay. I I can appreciate the not liking the creamy dressing if you're not a big dairy guy. That, that makes a lot of sense. Like it's just, but I have, there's other weird food things too. And like celery as an example. I'm not a big fan of celery. No. Now, here's where it gets weird for me. I like the taste of celery, but I don't like the texture of raw celery. Now, if it's cooked like in a soup or stew or stir fry, I am perfectly fine. See, I would, I'm the opposite. I'm okay with the texture of it, and I love it in soups and, and stuff like that. No problem. Like, all fine, all good. I'm not a huge fan of the taste of it, which there's not much of a taste of celery anyway. I, under, like, I'm, I understand that it's very irrational for me to not like sal- celery, <laughs> but it's... It's just something I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. It's just, like I said, everyone has these weird food things, right? Yeah. Like to this day, I still cannot eat broccoli. <laughs> See, I have found that as I've gotten older, my my palate or my taste buds have expanded. Like I didn't eat a, yes. a ton of fruits and vegetables when I was a kid. And no kid really does. Or even when I was a teenager. Um, and even in my early 20s, like when I was a student, like I wasn't buying fruits and vegetables as part of my regular diet. Um, but like over the years, especially like Kim is like an absolutely incredible cook, like just mwah, like uh, incredible. Um, so much stuff that she's made and introduced me to has just been like, oh my god, how have I not liked this? And it's just I've had like asked my mom, and she's like, no, you just didn't like eating that stuff when you were a kid. And you just like I'm not gonna make something you don't like. So how am I gonna get you to eat? Like. Just you kind of you kind of went with it. So, but it's funny how like as you get older and you try different things, it's like, huh? I have no idea why I was missing out. Like broccoli, perfect example. Like I'm not a, I'm not going to go and like grab like a tree of broccoli and eat it raw. Yeah. But like, I have no problem having steamed broccoli, broccoli with like a little bit of butter and salt and pepper on it. Mm-mm-mm, delicious. Yeah. See, and I'm again not for lack of trying. I think the last time I tried it was only about a year ago. Yeah. Still look, can't stand it. Okay. But at least I tried it, right? Because yeah. like you said, I noticed the same thing with myself. My palate has changed. Like yep. it was only like, let's say 10 years ago, maybe that I couldn't stand asparagus. And now, yeah, sign me up. Oh, yeah. And Brussels sprouts. I'm still hit and miss with Brussels sprouts, but like uh, um, they're delicious. French beans is another one. Uh, love those. Yeah, love yep. those. Um, so yeah, I noticed my palate has changed. So every now and then, I, it's something I haven't liked in the past. I will try again to see if I still, you know, have that still dislike for it, or if something yep. has changed. Yep. Um, and we'll go from there. But yeah. I'm not adverse to trying it again. Uh, but so far it's been few and far between where <laughs> the palate has changed to the point where I'm willing to introduce it into the regular rotation. That's fair. So, That's um, fair. in terms of weird salads though, 
What's your opinion on ambrosia salad? Oh, no. <laughs> no. The look of no. disdain on your face right now. No. no, and my dad loves it. Yeah. And Kim loves it. And my parents, they they live in Peterborough, also have a cottage in Peterborough, which okay. the cottage came first and they moved to Peterborough later. Um, and their cottage is 20 minutes from their house. Hilarious. Yeah. But gorgeous cottage right on the river, on the Autonomy River. It's a beautiful place. Anyway, just down the road from where they are, we call it the chicken farm or the chicken store. It's basically a store that's on a chicken farm that has a whole bunch of fresh foods and like frozen <laughs> chicken stuff and all this sort of stuff. It's okay. It's a farm store. It's okay. really good. Anyway, yeah. delicious. Um, but they have like a deli counter where they have like, if you want to get like a, a veal sandwich or chicken wings or different types of salads, like an ambrosia salad with your meal, you can get them there. And without fail, my dad and Kim always get ambrosia salad. And I can't understand how that is even a thing. I'm I'm with your dad and Kim on this one. I would go oh. for it. Yeah. Ambrosia salad for the win. Oh no. I just is it is it the marshmallows for you that get all gummy or is it the coconut or is it the how can you call it a salad? What is a salad by definition? Oh, this is gonna turn right? out really for me. No, I'm just think saying like realistically. Um, I guess it's kind of just like a mix, like is a salad the same as a stir fry in the sense that you're just mixing a whole bunch of stuff together? I mean, you're mixing a whole bunch of stuff in some type of vessel for yeah. yourself to consume, right? Realistically. Because, I mean, you've got fruit salad, so you can't single out just veggies. True. Touche. Touche. Okay. That's fair. That's, so That kind of explains it. So, I mean, it, by that logic, you could have a meat salad, which now that I've said it sounds delightful. Oh, my God. <laughs> could you imagine, like, bacon and sausage and ham and brisket dude you're you're like just stop you're uh, gonna make me drool (laughs) so good (laughs) oh man but ambrosia salad eh i'm uh okay i'm not a fan but i can i just having family that enjoy it i can see the i can see the reasoning behind enjoying it yeah there's one other weird salad I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you've ever seen it in your neck of the country, but growing up out east, definitely a common thing. Okay. Um, a shredded carrot okay. and raisin salad. No. Nope. Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to um, ask my dad about that. Like, I've got a shit ton of family on the east coast. Yep. And like my dad used to spend summers out there when he was a kid and stuff like that. And like, he's still really close with all the family out there. I got to ask if that's, I'm going to ask my dad if that was a thing for him. Yeah. And some people, depending on the family, some people would actually put like, you know, the canned chunks of pineapple. Yeah. Okay. Some people will put that in it. Some won't. What? What is this like obsession with putting pineapple on things where pineapple doesn't really deserve the play? Such as salad, Hawaiian pizza. Hey, uh, do not talk about Hawaiian pizza like listen, that. Listen, again, not I'm not a fan. My wife Kim loves what my daughter it's, Carrie loves. It's it. one of like, our go tos here. I just I I don't know. I'm not. I don't understand. The you know what'll on the pizza. you know what'll change your mind for it? What's that? Order Hawaiian, but get them to add jalapenos. Really. 
Try it one time. Okay. Just okay. one time. Okay. Okay. Or even next time they order a Hawaiian pizza, just snag one slice. Put some jalapenos put on it. Put a couple jalapenos on it for yourself and try a bite. Okay. okay. Just it'll help. Okay. You get the shot. You get the sweet, you get the meat, you get the heat. <laughs> Did you plan that? No. <laughs> but it's delightful. I'm like Guy Fieri there. I know. You got the sweet, you got the heat, you got the what was the other one? Sweet meat. Heat and meat. Yeah. <laughs> you got the meat. The meat. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on salad. Okay. That was um That was a little contentious. That it was a little contentious, also very ridiculous. And but we talked about salad for like 15 minutes. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when the listeners saw the fall off a little bit. Well, yes, but I hate to ask, you have one more word. I do. Let's hear it. So this one, I think for everyone is going to be a little bit unique. It's definitely more nostalgic. Okay. And it's something I think we all, we've all experienced. High school. Mm. For me, the first thing that comes to mind in high school. Oh man, this is going to bring it down after the whole salad discussion. <laughs> um, the first thing that's going to come to mind for me with high school is loneliness. Got it. Because I moved from Newfoundland to Calgary in between grade 10 and 11. Oh, that's tough, man. Yeah. And in grade 10, I mean, the kids that I was going to school with in grade 10, for the most part, were the same kids that I had gone like all the way in some cases from pre-K up through grade 10 with. Wow. Um, so I was very familiar with that group of kids. They were yep. awesome. Um, and then to go from a small community of about, let's say, 25,000 people to a city of Calgary, which at the time was, let's say, 750,000, 800,000 people. Yep. To a school that was just literally three times the size in terms of the number of students. Yep. Didn't know anybody there except for my brother. Yep. Um, it was it was a little hard. Um, now, luckily, luckily, thank goodness, made some really good friends there. Uh, yep. It took some time, made some friends there. Still in contact with a lot of them today. Amazing. Uh, but those first, like the first while there, holy crap, was that hard? That sucked. I can only imagine, man. Like I. I don't know if we met, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I moved a lot when I was a kid, but my parents always stayed in the same town and I always went to the same school. And I felt like that's pretty lucky to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Literally from, from kindergarten to grade eight, I stayed at the same public school. Yeah. Even if we moved like three or four times. And then from grade nine to grade 13, OAC, which I don't, I don't think that was the thing in any other province. Um, I don't think so. No, I was at the same high school. So very fortunate, like I got to make and keep a lot of the same friends. Um, but I had a similar experience kind of going in the grade nine. I had a really tight group of friends in grade eight mm -hmm. and all through public school. 
And we all kind of drift, like I drifted apart from them in the summer between grade eight and grade nine. Like they got more into like, we're going to go smoking and we're going to try drinking. And I just wasn't like ready for that yet, I guess at my age. Yeah, totally. So I started grade nine, not associating with them, not really hanging out with them and maybe knowing one or two people. And then, but having to like really start all over again. And like, luckily I made friends really quickly. Um, and I had some friends that I played baseball with when I was a kid that were at the school and like, we got to hang out more. And then I got the group of friends, which I still have today, like literally basically brothers. And we still talk every day. Yeah. We joke every day, even if we didn't talk for two or three months, when we got back together, it would be like nothing changed. And that's what I absolutely love. So like, I can appreciate that. Like the first, no, mind you, mine wasn't extended. It was probably the first few months of grade nine was just, it's awkward. You're yeah. at a new school. It's big. Everyone seems so much older and like all of that. But yeah, like the first part was tough, but I felt very fortunate to end high school. Like I, I got to play varsity football. I had a great group of friends, um, didn't cause any problems, still got to party and do all the stupid teenager shit and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, for me, I feel very fortunate that I had a good experience in high school, like a little bit of bullying here and there from people and like, but that's, I think everyone, I was a bigger kid, acne, weird hair, like the bad mushroom cut and a little overweight and all that sort of shit. And everyone picks on everyone, but i uh i lucked out because like trying to put my experience into a positive lens now that move to calgary allowed me to change things up a bit yep so on the positive side i was able to keep in mind this was the mid 90s yeah so i changed who i was i went with the grunge thing the flannel Grew yep. my hair out like you kind of see now, yeah, yeah, yeah. longer, longer. Uh, yeah. Grew goatee out like I had like goatee down to here, like it was yes. stupid. Yep. Um, change, yeah, changed who I was altogether. Um, it was, and the excitement of moving to a bigger city kind of took over some of the negative feelings I was having, like, yep. cause let's be honest, like some of the things that you have access to in moving to a larger center like that is overwhelming. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, cause I literally used to be able to at the, in my old hometown, ride my bike. Cause we were at the one end of my old hometown right. and ride the bike to the other end of my old hometown to the mall <laughs> and go carry the cassette yep. <laughs> and come home and listen to it. No problem. Have lots of time. <laughs> yep. Like that's how small it was, but yep. there is no way you're doing that in Calgary. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but the, like the fact that, and this is one of the biggest things I fought when we moved here. The, the expectation in Calgary or the thing that you get used to is the fact that you can have access to anything almost 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. You don't get that here. No. <laughs> you don't get that in small town Canada. Nope. And that's a hard thing to give up. 
you're preaching to the, like, I literally just went through that a year ago. Yeah. I lived right in the heart of downtown Toronto in a condo that when I walked out my door, if I turned right, literally, if I just went like this, there's the subway sandwiches at the bottom of my condo. If I walked across King street, there was a Tim Hortons and a grocery store. If I crossed the street on the other side, there was a Starbucks, there was a bank, there was like, I literally didn't have to leave my little, and then if I walked 10 minutes, there was an LCBO and there was a beer store and there was like, I never, like, if you wanted something at any time of the day, you got it. It yeah. didn't matter. Like if I was hungry at two o'clock in the morning, I go on Uber Eats or I go and skip the dishes and then blah, 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 boom, you get your food. Now living in a town of 1100 people where there's one pub, there's uh, one grocery, one tiny grocery store. And there's one bank, a credit union, and a pharmacy, and a, and a post office. That's it. And like, if I want anything, it's at least a 20 minute drive to yeah. go just to get to a bigger town to do something. So, yeah, I'm in the exact same it's, boat. It's a, it's a bit of a shock. Yeah. But you adapt. That's the 100% thing. you adapt. I think you, you appreciate the things you have in your house that much more, like just knowing that things aren't constantly accessible, yes. I find is really, is really nice. And you're more, you plan more about your outings. So like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go do five things. Totally. I'm not going to drive 40 minutes there and back to go no. and do one thing. I'm going to try to do a whole bunch of things all at once so that I get them over with. So I don't have to drive back out again to do it. Yeah, like that's going to be my Saturday. Like my wife and I are already planning it. We're doing at least three stops, possibly a fourth. Yeah. So, but that's what you got to do. And that's it's, but it's fun to do that. Like it's like it's, you, it, it feels like an outing. And especially right now during COVID and all that sort of stuff, when you do have the opportunity to go out, like for me, it's as simple as just going to Canadian Tire, like being able to go into sure, a checking tire. the app on Saturdays. Of, of course, and building your wish list in the app so that you know what aisle to go down when you go into the store, which yeah. I find very important during COVID because I don't like to dilly dally in aisles in general. Yep. I don't like, like, I like to know where I'm going to for something. And the greatest thing about the Canadian Tire app is it tells you what aisle the thing is in so you know exactly where to go. And it is awesome. It's beautiful. And during COVID, it's great because you want to, like, I try to do my best to follow the lines, follow the path that they want you to go down. Yeah. So you, you, you're, you just become much more intentional with your movement. You get it in and out of the store that much quicker, I find. So Home Depot is good for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Love Home Depot for that. Yeah. They even tell you which section in the aisle it's down. Yeah. Well, they've got so much shit, man. Oh yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But to bring it back full circle in regards to high school. Yeah. The other things that it kind of afforded me was to, to experience different things. And yep. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's hear it. Football. Mm-hmm. There was no football teams in Newfoundland when I was right. growing up. We had hockey teams. We had basketball, you know, we had whatever, but there's no football teams. Right. So when I went to Calgary in grade 11 (laughs) uh, and we were playing, you know, football in phys ed, I'd never played an actual structured game of football at that point in my life. Right. Like we had played, you know, schoolyard stuff, right? When there was pretty much no rules. Sure. (laughs) Um, But playing in phys ed 
in grade 11 actually got me to the point where I was singled out by the, the phys ed teacher and encouraged to go to football trials. Nice. So like stuff like that, like there's yeah. always some positives. And if it wasn't for the changes that happened there, like that move from Newfoundland to Calgary, yep. I wouldn't have met my wife. Yep. We wouldn't have had our family. Yep. We wouldn't have moved here. And yep. my daughter wouldn't have been going to the school where she is now, which is a K to 12. And she has gone to the class, uh, to the school with the same class, pretty much the same core kids all the way from K to 12. That's insane. So that's an experience. That is the, that like the thing, like you grew up with those people. Yeah. Like literally grew up with them. That's crazy. So that's crazy. So yeah, it yeah. kind of goes full circle. It really does. And like the, like football for me, um, football for me was such a big thing. Like I, like it was, I started playing in grade 12 um, and I was a backup, but I got to like learn how to play. I never played football before that. Like I was just, I was a big guy and I just really liked, I wanted to play. My buddies were going to play or try it for it. So we all tried it and a whole bunch of us made it. And then a whole bunch of us tried it again. Then well, I, I'd have to try it the next year. I was automatic onto it the next year. Um, but it, it taught me so much about just like working out and a different type of team sport where it's like, you can't do your job if the person next to you doesn't do their job, which yeah. um, was really interesting for me. Cause like I played a lot of baseball and I played a lot of basketball too, but very unstructured basketball. Yeah. But to play high school varsity football, like where there's a like my my old line coach used to play for the Argos. Oh jeez. <laughs> so like you just become a sponge and absorb all this information. It was just it was a riot, man. Like nothing like the movie Varsity Blues. I don't know if you've seen the movie Varsity Blues. Dude, come but on. There was we had one one night a season where we played the other team in Markham, uh, which is where I where this is where I grew up, called Markham Bowl at a central location, and you would have like between two and a half to 5,000 people come out. It was like the whole town came out on a Friday night to watch you play football. Like, and they had music playing when you ran out onto the field. It was just, it was wild, man. Absolutely wild. Great question uh, for you. Yeah. Best football movie of all time. Two, top two or three, let's say. The program. That's a good one. The program's probably my top one. Um, Varsity Blues is up there for me. Yeah. I, I just, I enjoyed that one. And then there was the other one with Jamie Foxx and De Niro or Pacino or De Niro. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Yeah. That one. Um, I'm really beaming. I like the women. I'm not going to say the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, in no particular order. Yep. Uh, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy's classic. Uh, longest Yard. Okay. And I'm good with either the original yep. or the remake with Adam Sandler. Both yep. good. Yep. Um, the Replacements. Love The Replacements. I haven't seen that one in a long time. So good. It's such a, yeah. it's such an odd concept to think that, that something like that could happen with replacement players, but yep. they do it so well. And they're such good characters. <laughs> yep. Keanu Reeves is in that one, right? 
Yeah, and Gene Hackman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, we should wrap this up. It's been almost an hour. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) impressive. Yeah, I know. We just we just went. You and your three words. Three words turned into an hour conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So. Before we wrap this up, got to yeah. give you the usual stuff. Uh, make sure that you check us out on all of our social media. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Uh, if all goes well, this may end up on YouTube. It may. I'm going to do my damnness to try to make what we see somewhat viewable for the few people that will probably see it. <laughs> I'm not sure how you feel about this, but we'll we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. It might. I'm definitely gonna try to do it on this episode, but if not this episode, the next one probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, just give us a little bit of time. This is all. It's kind of new, not really new, but I just I want to make sure it's at least done right. So the biggest thing is the tech side. So if we don't get it ironed out this episode, we'll probably have it worked out next episode. But you'll have the audio because you're obviously hearing this. Exactly. Make sure if you're checking us out, obviously you're familiar with us that great. That's great. But if you can uh, make sure that you tell your friends about us, maybe share the episodes that would be helpful. Give us a rating and a review on whatever platform that you're listening to us on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google play, whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. And Hey, since this episode went so well, if you have a word that you would like us to riff on (laughs) for like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Why not? Just a word. That's all. A word. Hit us up on. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I thought like the salad conversation was interesting, but I I, like that. That was pretty, that was fun, man. That was was good to kind of like walk down a little bit of memory lane and just get different perspectives. And totally. That was absolutely, that was a lot of fun. So until next week, that has been episode 19. Mike, is there anything you want to say to the people before we go? Happy Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you for listening. Happy day. Happy day.